All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm- welcome to Fate's Wide Wheel. Welcome. Welcome, Fate's Wide Wheel. We are a quantumly podcast with Sam and Dennis. I'm not sure if we're dropping the Sam or Dennis or, or whatever we're doing with that right now. Uh, but anyway, uh, some housekeeping as we get started off. Find us online. You can find us at our new domain, fateswidewheel.com. Look us up on social, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook at Fates Wide Wheel. Find us on whatever your favorite podcatcher is. I always feel awkward saying that because you probably, if you're if you're finding us, you're, you probably got a favorite podcatcher. Maybe through our website. I don't know. Um, but if you are, especially through Apple Podcasts, if you have listened to us or just listening to us, if you would be so kind, go uh, hit the the follow button. I think it's follow is what they're doing now. I believe that is uh, correct. Give, give us a follow. Give us a review. If you are so inclined, uh, that certainly helps. It helps people find us or wherever you listen to us. Please leave us, leave us a review. Leave us some thoughts. Uh, leave us your feedback. Uh, speaking of in the near future, we're going to be having ways, uh, more ways that you can like send us your feedback and stuff online. We'll be talking about like feedback and everything. Uh, we're going to do that. But this week, what are we here to talk about, Sam? Uh, we have a few things to talk about this week, and I'm really excited about it. We're going to uh, uncover just a couple of little little tidbits that uh, we know about the upcoming pilot, uh, which will begin shooting in less than a month, uh, which is exciting. Uh, we haven't heard any casting news yet, and, and, and I mean everyone, no one has heard. We haven't heard anything uh, from our, our beloved observer, and uh, there's been nothing published. Um, but I imagine that'll, that'll be coming soon um, with, uh, with production set to begin on March 9th uh, in Vancouver. And uh, like I said, we're going to talk about a couple of things uh, having to do with the pilot that we are aware of that we want to share with you. Um, and we also wanted to talk a bit about what's next for the podcast in general, because we're not going to just, you know, sit here talking about the the pilot. We'll, we'll run out of things to talk about obviously far before October, if that is indeed when it, when it airs, which seems to be the, the plan. Um, but I think first up, the Helen Shaver news that that has been all over the websites uh, deadline, I believe, broke the exclusive news, which which isn't true. Our friend Matt Dale was the one that actually broke that news, discovered it through the Directors Guild of Canada website um, and uh, production info based off of what's going to be shooting up there over the next you know couple of months. Uh, was able to uncover that news, uh, published it on his site, quantumleapinfo.net. Uh, also shared it uh, via Facebook, and, and we picked up on that and shared it uh, on all of our social media channels as well. Um, it's also been uh, added to that, however, that she has been made executive producer as well um, as directing the pilot, which is interesting. Um, what's your take on that, Dennis? You know what? I learned that literally right before <laughs> we hit record because you told me that. I just because we were talking about before we hit record. Uh, Matt broke that Helen Shaver is going to be it. I knew I got the news from Matt. I didn't realize that he had broken that and had gotten that before the other ones. Like I thought that there would been like the press releases and everything. Right. And I totally missed that Matt had missed that that Matt had broken that story. So when my Google alert blew up with like Helen Shaver, I was like, yeah, we, we knew that a week ago. (laughs) Right. Why, why, why is everybody, you know, going crazy over this? Um, so yeah, I, I, I think that's awesome. 
Yeah. I wish yeah. I had more intelligent to say about it, but I think that's awesome. No, I, I completely understand. I mean, I think it's interesting. There's not a lot to say about it, I suppose, but it, it, it is, uh, I, I think one of the immediate thoughts I had is that it indicated to me that this is somebody who is probably going to take even more ownership over that role of direction in the pilot. And mm-hmm. uh, that to me is, is important. You know, I, I think that the investment um, that she will have in the show, even beyond just her directing duties, um, it could be meaningful and and impactful in, in ways that, you know, we don't know yet, but a lot of times in television, and this is not at all criticism. This is just kind of the way the business works. Directors, you know, they're earning a paycheck and it's not necessarily about like, I love this show and I want, you know, I, they're, they're about directing the best episode that they can and not necessarily concerned all the time. There are obviously exceptions, but they're not necessarily concerned about the overall arc or the overall, you know, thematic elements or, or production design or styles or whatever. They're there to kind of direct their episode and move on to the next thing. Um, and by, you know, her, her having that executive producer title, again, I think it could just raise that level of investment uh, for her. And um I'm I'm excited. I I think that she is is a really interesting choice just because of her background and and obviously having worked both on both sides of the camera uh, is always something to me that I think is is a great asset. And and it'll be really interesting to see the types of, you know, actors that are there working on the show, the performances that we see in in the pilot, uh, especially knowing what we know thus far about the characters. I just think that there's some really, really great opportunities for, um, you know, some wonderful acting moments besides all the spectacle that we're also going to get in the pilot for sure. And knowing that she's an actor too, I would not be surprised if she pops up in an episode at some point. I wouldn't at, hate it. At, I'm at telling least, you. At, at least a mirror image kind of a la uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Don and, and your favorite episode of Portrait for Troyan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, also this week, Matt broke, I think Matt did break this from the, from the Canada website is that Warren Hanna has been named the assistant director, mm-hmm. which I knew nothing about till I just IMD beat him. Uh, his most, known credit on imdb at least is he was the second unit director for the butterfly effect yeah yeah you know it's interesting because ad's the the job can be so um varied yeah you know are you doing something are you going to get right. crew coffee like, exactly <laughs> yeah you know is this at least somebody in the, at least at least in the world of theater that's what it seems like it is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah ain't that yeah. the truth uh yeah. it, you know but i mean it, it, he could be shooting like some second unit stuff. He could be shooting, sure. you know, footage that, that has to do with the leap or with the project or stuff that doesn't necessarily involve the principles. You know, he could be shooting those sorts of things, which means that he would also have a hand in crafting the overall look of the pilot. Or it, yeah, it could just be that he's there to kind of, you know, converse with the director and hang out at craft services. Who knows? Uh, sure. So, you know, and that's, and Hey, that is no disrespect whatsoever. It is, it all. is a job. And, 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 and I think that somebody who obviously has this skill set and has, you know, continually done this type of work. Uh, I mean, that's gotta say something, right? Like, it's like, that's who you want for your AD. So, sure. you know, um, yeah, what what impact he has? Who knows? And and who knows? Maybe maybe one day we'll get to talk to somebody that can tell us. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be awesome. Yeah, if you if you if you if you interact with us on the social media and you're related with the show in any way, feel free to reach out. We're kind of yeah. awkward in conversation, but we'll get there. Uh, or, or if you've just ever, <laughs> if you've ever ad'd before, you know, and you just have, you know, if you could tell us what's up, uh, you just have some thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so, so, so that being said, like like Sam said, we're going to share some more things what we know about the pilot, and these are not 
spoilery things. Um, our intention with this is to give you that if you are still skeptical about a new quantum leap, is to give you uh, some reassurance that the show's in good hands. Yes. You, you, dear fan of the original series, the classic series, you, uh, you fan of the classic series, you're in good hands because the producers uh, love, love the old show. And while they are branching off and they are doing something new, they are going to treat our old characters and the old feel of the show with love. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you know, speaking of the characters, just the inclusion of a character like magic, I think speaks highly to their overall knowledge and respect for the classic series, because, Mm. you know, that's not, that's not something you just serve up willy nilly, you know? Um, And and I I think that it'll be really, really interesting to see the direction that they take that character because obviously there's only so much that he's going to get to do in the pilot, but uh, he, you know, I think in future episodes, there's, there's a lot of stuff they could explore, which would be really, really interesting because let's face it. One of the things we're going to talk about tonight, there's some connections that are made pretty explicit in, in, in the sure. pilot. So mm-hmm. from what we've, from what we've been told. Um, so, so yeah, I guess let's, let's, let's get into it. Yeah, let's dive in. All right. uh, so again, this is information we got from the from the Observer uh, production notes. Let's say that to be to be as vague as we possibly can. Sure. I mean, it's this, at, this, this, yeah. at this point, it's all word of mouth. It's not, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like we've not been given an, a document or anything. But yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we were debating off. So do we uh, Ziggy or Handlink first? Which one, <laughs> you, which one do you want to hit first? Let's start. Uh, I, I like your idea. Let's start off okay. with the Handlink first. Uh, so we are going to have a Handlink from what we know. Uh, it is described. It was described to us by the observer as a smartphone on steroids. And it's colorful, but Sam and I have been debating uh, offline if, if it's going to match the style of, of the final gummy bears handling, right. Or, or what it's going or what it's going to look like. And I've been thinking a lot about this uh, because I'm me. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, because like the, the hand link back in the original series, it was something, it was very different. Like now, like everybody has like a smartphone right. in their hand. Uh, everybody basically has a Ziggy. Yeah. Uh, basically has a Ziggy. Yeah. In their hand, like there's a meme that I see shared around all the time, like quantum leap forms, like Ziggy, the original, the original smartphone. Yeah. Um, um, and before that, you know, the BlackBerry, whatever, like whatever the, the, the PDAs or whatever they were, you know, whatever the Palm Pilots. Um, but now it's like what I am imagining, what I think is going to be happening in the series now is the handlink is going to be stepping up its game. And we are going to be seeing the handlink do a lot of new cool stuff that sometimes it did in the series. Right, right. Like uh, putting pull hall out, blues. Yeah, pull hall blues, exactly. Uh, pull hall blues or being the metal detector in last dance before an execution. Yeah. Things like that. So I have a feeling we are going to be seeing a lot more things like that on a more regular basis from the hand link. Yeah. In the new series. I, I think you're absolutely right. And I, I think that something that popped into my head, and this is all speculation. This is not at all anything that the observers has said to us. Um, but something that popped into my head um, was sort of that 
MCU aesthetic for Iron Man and a lot of the technology that Tony Stark mm-hmm. uses, you know, sort of the, 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 the pop-up projections, the, you know, moving sure. things around mm-hmm. your hand, yeah, that sort of stuff. I, 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 that in, in makes a lot of sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. if that's kind of the visual direction that they, they attempt to go, um, I think it'll be really cool the first time that the handling gets busted out, you know? Oh, sure. uh, yeah. And I think that, you know, one of the other things the observer said is it, it is an intentional, like the, I think the, the design will be an intentional nod to the original. Mm-hmm. Again, whether that means that we're going to see the, you know, the, the translucent Legos or gummy bears, uh, mm-hmm. y- you know, who knows? Um, but uh, I, I can't wait. I, I it, it's going to be awesome. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, this may get me excommunicated from the fandom, but the gummy bear hand link was not my favorite hand link <laughs> because it was so abstract. Like even when they gave you a close up, there was no discernible display. Right. Which Don Belisario did on purpose because I, I think he's a quote, like something very much effective. Like he didn't want nerds pausing their VCR tapes mm. to like figure out what the buttons of the hand link. Yeah. It, I I want to pause my DVR or whatever I am watching this on, and I want to try to make out some buttons on the hand. That's all I'm saying. You know, I, I mean, I, I think that these days, I, I do think that things have shifted more in that direction, um, especially as I, I think because of the ever increasing advances in technology and, and just even in the imagination for what technology can be, um, that we're closer than ever to kind of creating some of that stuff that we've only dreamed up before, or in some cases we've created that stuff. And so I I, I think that it's probably a little easier to maybe get some of that across um, because everybody does have a smartphone in their hands, you know, that, that is, so it's a lot easier Uh to kind of throw up a a production design and say like, okay, we want it to seem like this. And, you know, then people can easily, you know, make that connection in their brain. Whereas I think in 1990, it was probably a, a lot easier to, uh, to leave it kind of blank. Um, it reminds me a lot of the sonic screwdriver on Dr. Who, you know, the, the, mm. the way that the doctor has in the past sometimes used the sonic screwdriver, even like looking into like the lights on the sonic screwdriver and like reading stuff off. It's like, we don't see anything, you know, sure. we don't yeah. know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, let's face it, you know, I, I mean, you get to a certain point, technology becomes so advanced, it's indistinguishable from magic. So, you know, yeah, I know. Right. And I, I, I do want to, jump back and i want to highlight something about the hand like i don't know if you remember this when our friend kathleen gibson when she guested on uh thou shalt not Mm. that was her first episode of quantum leap ever and i remember her commenting that like the first time that that al pulled out the hand link and it wasn't the gummy bear hand link it was like the basic black slick hand link that was uh season two and the start of season three that when she watched the episode she's like oh he's got kind of got like a modified iphone thing that's whatever (laughs) and then it's then it clicks like oh wait this was produced in the early nineties. There was no such thing as an iPhone. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, well, and that's one of the things too, that we'll talk more about, you know, in the following weeks, weeks to come, but the, the pilot and, and the buzz around the pilot and these announcements, you know, certainly serves as an opportunity to introduce the original series, the classic series to a new audience. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it's a no brainer at this point that quantum leap will likely be on Peacock 
before summer's end. And so at some point over the next few months, I think people are going to have the opportunity to watch the show on, on a new platform. And I know it's available for streaming and I know that it's available in syndication out there that there are you know channels showing it right now, but I think once it hits Peacock, it becomes a different story because if, you know, if you, if you've got Comcast, you have access to, you know, to Peacock. So it's like, Hey, it, it could be, it could be a wonderful opportunity to, to introduce the show to, to some folks, reintroduce it to others, you know, and, and obviously give the diehards a chance to, to stream it instead of throwing in their Blu-rays or their DVDs. Sure. Absolutely. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the hand link. Now attached. Yeah. Yeah, you, Ziggy. You can't really have the hand link without Ziggy, can you? And uh, we can confirm that Ziggy will indeed be in the pilot. Um, uh, they will we'll, we'll, we'll call we'll call them. They uh, are offline uh, at the beginning uh, of the pilot, um, but but uh, we we won't go into any detail. Um, eventually, Ziggy Ziggy boots up, and. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm super excited to to see how they handle Ziggy. You know, not only visually, um, but obviously something we were talking about before we started recording the original series. There was you know this well-established sassiness to Ziggy um, that once we finally actually you know saw Ziggy uh, and heard Ziggy. Um, yeah, the, the, there was a defined character and personality there. How much of that will carry over? You know, is this going to be a case of like, um, you know, uh, the Knight Rider 2000 where where Kit is basically taken out of mothballs and exactly the same? I was thinking you know? that exact same thing. <laughs> or, yes. or, you know, or is it going to be a completely different iteration of Ziggy? But yeah, but let me just take a moment to say NBC, <laughs> it only took you four friggin' years Right. Between the end of Knight Rider to try to reboot Knight Rider. Yeah. Took you almost 30 for Quantum Leap. And I'm just saying, and I'm just saying, everybody has their own taste. I love David Hasselhoff, but Scott Bakula is a hell of a lot better than David Hasselhoff. Oh. Stepping yeah. down off my stepping down off my soapbox. Thing. No, I anyway. anyway. Uh, look, one of these shows was nominated for Emmys in the acting categories. One of these shows was <laughs> not. <laughs> um, one of the, one of these actors from these shows went on to star things like uh, Star Trek Enterprise, the very underrated Men of a Certain Age, uh, uh, other great critically lauded things. Uh, another one went on to record the single "Jump in My Car." Amen. <laughs> Jump in my car got me through a lot of drunken college nights. All right. <laughs> um, anyway, so it, I, I, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to see uh, seeing exactly what they do with Ziggy. Uh, I think we can certainly make the connection based off of the character descriptions that were in the casting notice that, that we were able to confirm last week that uh, Ian will probably have a lot to do with Ziggy. Um, and I, I think that, you know, knowing that in that character description, you know, it even says like Ian is more comfortable with computers than they are with human beings. And, mm -hmm. and I think that that'll be a really interesting dynamic um, to see how they relate to, you know, the people around them compared to how they relate to Ziggy. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so I, I'm, you know, I think that that adds a whole new layer to the character of Ian, as well as some interesting prospects for the computer Ziggy. Um, mm. And, and again, how, however they decide to uh, craft Ziggy and whatever they look like, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. 
I am. And we were talking about this off mic, uh, even last week before we recorded. Like, I'm interested to see, like, how much of that sassiness they do with Ziggy. Because it feels like the sassy computer was a very 80s, 90s thing. Right. With, with you know, with, with Kit and Knight Rider um, uh, and Quantum Leap. And I feel like there, there, there are others out there that I can't remember right now. That just felt like a general thing. And it feels very dated. And so I'm wondering yeah. how they are going to update that idea or, or if they are going to update that idea at all. Right. I'm well, to see where they go with that. You know, based off of what we know about AIs at this particular point in time and the way that AI is used, uh, it seems to be very congenial. So, <laughs> sure. and, and I'm also, it, it's just now popping in my head, like, like even like taking the personality away of like what you think of, like, of, uh, you know, Deborah Pratt in, in the leap back, which yeah. is the, like the, the first time that we heard Ziggy speak. Like, I remember like disco Inferno, like part of the reason why they can't get information for Sam's leap is that Ziggy accidentally put an extra zero at the end of everybody's paychecks and the entire staff took off. Yeah. Uh, are they going to do shenanigans like that? Yeah. With Ziggy in the new series. Right, right. Well, because yeah, there there were definitely uh, times in the the classic series that it, you know even prior to the leap back when Ziggy's kind of attitude and unpredictability would shine through mm-hmm. just through Al's descriptions of what they were doing, you know, back at the project. So I, I, I think that there are there are opportunities to play with that that don't necessarily involve what we've seen before. That said, I would welcome hearing Deborah Pratt's voice again. Um, Oh, yeah. you know, I think that that would be lovely. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I Ziggy and you can't let's let's face it. You can't have, you know, the hand link without Ziggy in a way, um, mm. you know, not that the two are necessarily connected in, in this iteration of Quantum Leap or the pilot. Um, but uh, I, I think. Ziggy will obviously be providing information. Um, we do, mm. we do know. We can confirm that there are some uh, some lines of dialogue that involve percentages of chances. <laughs> so, yes. yeah, uh, yeah. so that'll be cool. Mm. Um, you know, just hearing some of that stuff again, and 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 being able to uh, have those moments, those nods to mm-hmm. the classic series, is something that I think people can be excited for. Uh, and speaking of those nods, it doesn't end there because our, our sort of last piece of information uh, that we'll be sharing this week uh, involves our two main characters from the classic series. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's let, let's talk about uh, Al first, I guess. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we do know, and I, I'm curious to know, and if we ever get a chance to talk to, to Stephen Lillian, who gave us a shout out on Twitter this last week, very excited. Uh, one of the one of the writers of the script. I, I'm interested to know how long has this been in process? Yeah. How long have they been writing the script? Has it been months? Has it been before Dean Stockwell passed away? Um, but what we do know is that they they are going to establish in the pilot that Al passed away a few months before the, the, the events of the pilot. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, like I said, I'm on board with, I, you know, like, yeah, it, it, it seems right. Absolutely. Uh, and it would have just seemed weird to have Al existing off screen, but not a part of right anything. So it seems right. It's, I don't think we're spoiling anything. I think like it, it makes yeah, sense. That that's, yeah. that's, what they, that's what they would do with Al's character. Right. Considered for, considering Dean Stockwell passing away. Yeah. 
I, I don't think there would be any other choice. And I think the, the, the you know, one of the things that from a, a dramatic standpoint is that it does lead to all kinds of questions and how those questions will be answered uh, are, are honestly, it's enough to hook me right away. When was the last time Al was able to communicate with Sam? Uh, does Sam know that Al is deceased? Um, you know, the, the, there's uh, what was Al's engagement with the project? Because one of the things that we can glean from what we know, not only with the casting notice, but just, you know, other information that we're party to is that like, this is something like the getting the project restarted is something that's been going on for a while. So if Al's only passed away a few months before the pilot, was he aware that they were restarting the project and how involved was he with that? So I, I, I think that there, you know, there's a lot to mine there and I don't want to sound cold or dispassionate about the passing of this, you know, wonderful, beautiful human being that was Dean Stockwell, who, you know, even now I have a hard time articulating just how I feel about his passing um, because of how important he was to my childhood is as, as mm-hmm. strange as that might sound. Uh, but I, I do think that if I'm telling this story, this, this, you know, this story about this character, that there are a lot of really great questions to ask and answer, um, you know, in the, in the, in the upcoming series. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but now right well yeah because what do we say what do we have to say about sam Sam? yeah so (laughs) so sam will take sam uh so obviously i don't think that this is going to be much of a surprise especially with what we were talking about last week with the creator's intent to have scott bacula involved with the show um that you know sam beckett is naturally mentioned um you know explicitly uh, numerous times um, from what we've been told in the pilot uh, and, and referenced. And uh, I, I mean, again, how could he not be? And when you think about other shows that have kind of, you know, picked up the reins of, of a classic television program and the fact that it, a lot of times the, the nods were pretty infrequent. Think about Star Trek The Next Generation for a second. You had Dr. McCoy in Encounter at Farpoint, but after that, there was rarely any mention of the original crew from the original series up until Scotty, you know, came on. I Mm -hmm. think maybe Kirk's name had been dropped once. I don't even think Kirk's name had been dropped once. Uh, you had Spock with unification before before Scotty. Sure, I I, I, I muffed that, but anyway, um, yeah. But I mean, I think I mean because this is something I read a few months ago, and and you probably know this, but in case listeners don't, like that was a very intentional thing that did because like there was so much pressure on Star Trek: The Next Generation for there to be to be their own thing. Yeah, like the producers made that choice to like distance themselves from the original series so that they could prove they could be their own thing, and then once they became a hit that's when they started mining that well of but you know again the original cast due to the like star trek reset button the appearances of like mccoy and sarek and spock and scotty it was like one and done you know Mm -hmm. it wasn't something that 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 was used and i think that the way that you know with the information that we have it's clear that there is the intent that this is, this is a sequel. This is, you know, this is, you know, we're calling it a reboot and that's fine, but this is absolutely a sequel. And, you know, both Sam and Al are, you you know, explicitly referenced within the pilot in, in order to kind of create that connective tissue. And 
I don't think that this is just going to be a one-off for the pilot. You know, I think the intention is, is that both of their spirits, if you will, will be in deeply ingrained in the series going forward. Mm-hmm. You know, that yes, they, it's going to stand on its own two feet with this cast of characters that they're assembling and the stories that they're going to tell. But I think that the endeavor is also to continue the story of Sam Beckett, you know, and, and Al Calavici in spite of the character and the actor, you know, having passed. So, sure. Uh, you know, and again, that's enough for me to just be immediately to be excited. And, and so when I see some of the naysayers online, I, 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 I you know, I, I kind of just want to like grab my shoulder, shake them and be like, why? Like, what is it? Like, it's not going to be the same show. It never could have been the same show. We're too far removed from that. Like the nostalgia is mm-hmm. not going to work, but, but this is shows in great hands. Like these people love it. And these people are including everything that we loved about the original mm-hmm. just 30 years later. Absolutely. And like, and what I'm excited about is just like with everything you just mentioned with Sam and I, like there's a lot of different avenues that they can go down. Sam is right. still out there. How often are they going to bring Sam back? In what capacity are they going to bring right. him back? Uh, there was a uh, one kind of clickbaity article. It was like the things that we know about, or no, no, it was a thing like uh, not that article, but like there was a article from like Reddit users, like what they want to see out right. of the new series. And one thing was saying that, that Sam might come back and be the hologram. Right. Contact at Project Quantum Leap. I don't think, I don't want that. No. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see that happen. I don't, uh, I don't think, I, 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 I mean, I definitely don't want that. I don't think Scott Bakula wants that. I don't think he wants Here's what, now I, I went down some deep fan wake on this one. What if, <laughs> in, what if in the 30 years since we've last seen Sam, he's gone rogue, he's gone evil, and he's a little bit more evil leaper than... That, that would be a twist that I think most people would not like. I'm not sure I would like it. it yeah. Just yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think it's, it's a, it's a mirror universe sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, like a, a nice little what if, yeah. but, but I, I, I don't you think. You will know that. by the goatee. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. No, I think, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think, I think we're going to see Sam in a very different kind of capacity. Um, but there are so many questions, you know, what did happen after mirror image for him? Did he continue leaping as himself? Did he, you know, start leaping into other people again? Was he able to change the nature of leaping based off of what he learned in mirror image? Did he, like you said, did he do some of both, you know, this week I'm myself this week, I'm, you know, person X. Yeah. And so I think that, I I think that there is, uh, again, there, there, there's just so much, rich stuff to mine from the questions that we've been left with for the past 30 years. Yeah. And I think that based off what we know that this creative team is going to run with that. Yeah. This is not a case of like, forget about all that other crap. Let's just do our own thing. This is a, Hey, we're taking all this stuff with us. You know? I mean, there's that there's, there's Sammy Joe that they can bring back in some way, which what hasn't, that hasn't been tipped that it might be. I, I just realized this week that someone pointed out that uh, Melora Hardin, who is now mm-hmm. more well-known because she was Janet or Janice on The Office? Jan, oh, Jan, 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 Jan Levinson-Gould, yeah. Jan Levinson, yes. Uh, it's Jan Levinson. On the office. She is just about the right age mm-hmm. to be Sammy Joe if they were to bring Sammy yeah, Joe. I would love that. That would be... I think she would be great. That would be very interesting. So we would have that. Uh, there, there's Al's daughters. Al's daughters, that floated. yeah. Yeah, that were That's... floated uh I there's mean, beth there's, there's that there's, there's beth. donna 
Uh, there's Beth, there's Donna, there's uh, Teresa Bruckner from yep. Another Mother. That's been floated. Now There's Tom. Here's Tom. It would be weird with Teresa. It would be interesting to see with Teresa because um, uh, spoiler for one of the novels. So if you don't want to spoil it for, <laughs> for one of the novels, skip ahead like a minute. But uh, Teresa Bruckner, the little girl from Another Mother, she ends up passing away from cancer. Yeah. In, in one of the novels. Angels Unaware. And, yeah. And, but she, then she comes back as an angel to Al at the project and says goodbye. And I'm keeping it clean, uh, more mindful, whatever. I just want to throw out some cuss words. I remember just bawling as a teenager yeah. reading, reading that, that, that last chapter in the book. Uh, anyway, it would be interesting to see if they treated that as canon or if they would find a way to, uh, you know, love her back in the show. Probably th- not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the, the, the truth is much like with, you know, with Star Trek or with, you know, with any of the other, you know, genre shows out there that have spawned a, a line of spinoff novels that, for quantum leap fans prior to this you know reboot coming those novels were 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 an excellent source of canon you know for those that read them i think that you know i considered them canon you know you consider them canon but but i think that with the tv show i yeah they're out of print they're not easily accessible they're not you know who knows what the contracts were like if they could even do you know ebook versions of them if they'd have to renegotiate stuff with the authors which they probably would so it's like i just have a feeling that all that stuff is just going to be swept under the rug and and that a character like Teresa could absolutely appear, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. I, I, I it, it, it'll be very, very interesting to see uh, how the leaps are, are handled for Ben. And, and if there's any differences for Ben's leaps compared to Sam's leaps, you know, will Ben stay confined to his own lifetime? Will he, you know, as, as, as I kind of suggested, per, perhaps, be opened up to Sam's lifetime um, because of, of the nature of the project and the project being basically, you know, kind of like an extension of Sam. Um, you know, I think that uh, uh, the relationships between a lot of these characters, which we didn't go too deep into uh, last time out, will will obviously have a, a big impact. Um, you know, is there any connection between Ben and Sam? Is there, you know, is there, what's the connection between Ben and Addison? Because as was established in the original series, and I think will be used in this series, you know, it's not just willy nilly who the hologram is, you know, that, that, that Al was tuned to Sam's brainwaves and vice uh-huh. versa. And so, you know, with Ben and Addison, you know, being in tune with one another, you know, what's the story there. And, um, so I just think that there's, you know, there's so many unanswered questions and, and so much wonderful stuff to speculate about between now, you know, and, and, and the pilot uh, dropping um, that, that, you know, podcasters like us and, you know, Chris and Allison and Matt and whoever else jumps aboard, you know, this, this, this ship are going to have plenty to talk about between now and October. Absolutely. I was just thinking when you were talking about like the novels, what they could like do or whatever, like reaching back out, uh, Chris, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. I'm not even going to attempt to. Uh, Foreknowledge, mm-hmm. if not one of my favorite novels, it was one of my it was one of my favorite premises. Mm. Uh, and I don't know if you remember the, the premise of that one, uh, but basically it was Sam leaps into someone's life, makes a change that is ultimately for the better. But when they leap back, they don't see it that way. Mm. And over the course of several years, they they pieced together enough of their time in the waiting room 
they're able to figure oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah. They're able to figure out who Sam Beckett is, and they plot revenge to kill Sam Beckett in re- in real time before he's able to leap. Yeah, originally, um, that was called foreknowledge. Check it out. Yeah, if you're inclined. If you're yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm just a side tangent. I think I think that most of the novels are are you know are pretty well done and 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 worth your time if you're a fan of the show. And it's something that we still intend on getting into. You know, our plan was to start doing that. Literally, we were having conversations about starting the novels, and then the the bomb dropped that you know we're getting into rebooting. Yeah, like "Eh, the novels can wait. Um, But one of the things that can't wait, one of the things that we want to tell you about uh, a project that we had in mind, again, kind of even before the news about the reboot came, but now that the reboot is coming, I think it's it's kind of bumped up the plans to do this. We want to revisit the series. As insane as that might sound, you know, we we reviewed every single episode of the series. Uh, as Dennis and I have mentioned numerous times in, in the show before, we devoted more time to our reviews of the series than the series actually runs. If you were to run every single episode back to back to back, uh, those episodes are very near and dear to us for many, many reasons. Um, you know, we were learning about this medium. We were learning about each other and, and, and our chemistry. We were learning about the series in a lot of ways. There's so much mm-hmm. that we learned about the series over the course of this. Um, and, and introducing we, new people to it. Uh, it, it kind of fell away after the pandemic and, and, and yeah. things, whatever. But, but uh, early on for the first three seasons, we would often bring new people in who had not watched the series at all. And mm-hmm. like watching the guest host with us, it was their introduction. Um, uh, Chris Stewart, Christopher Stewart. Yeah. Uh, one of your friends. He was one of our guestiest guests on the show. And That's I, right. And I always loved his input uh, yeah. on everything. But uh, we did. We, it was, we did get some really wonderful perspectives that, that weren't our, yeah. our own. And, and uh, again, we love those episodes and we consider them very valuable. And yes, I'm sure that there are moments that we would cringe at now. There's also moments that we're very, very, very proud of. That said, those episodes are long and we know they're long. And for the listeners that have been yeah. with us since the beginning and listened to every single minute of us, thank you, thank you, thank you. But one of the things that we would love to do for new listeners, for old listeners, for ourselves to see how our opinions have changed is to revisit the episodes in a short format that uses five basic points to review the episodes, to discuss the episodes, try to do it in 30 minutes or less, which will be a challenge for us. Uh, and we're, you know, we're just going to call this revisited. So we'll start next week with Genesis revisited, and we will be talking about the acting, writing, directing, production values, and mythology. Um, we're going to weight each of those uh, uh, specific categories. Um, we haven't decided yet exactly how we're going to, to, to weight them out. Mythology obviously will count for less than the other four production values will probably count for less than the other three, but acting, writing, and directing are, are, Mm -hmm. that's going to be our focus. You know, that's kind of always been our focus in a lot of ways. Um, And 
I think it would just be a wonderful opportunity for us to re-engage with the classic series as we get ready for the the reboot and uh, hopefully give listeners, whether you're a longtime listener or a new listener, an opportunity to uh, hear you know our opinions on the show and for longtime listeners, how our opinions might have evolved. And if Sam is willing to give Portrait for Troy in another chance, for instance. Um, or the Americanization. I, no, you go? No, <laughs> no, no, not happening. No, uh, <laughs> no I, I think, um, you know, it's been so interesting, some of the feedback that we've gotten over the past few years and some of the, the, the reviews that we've gotten, both, you know, good and bad, uh, and what we might learn from that. And, you know, some of some of the stuff, you know, look, face it, I, I disagree with some of that stuff, you know, it's like, it's not my job to, you know, just love on the show for our entire time that we're here. It's not my job anyway, because we don't make any money off of it. So, you know, but sure, I consider, you, you know, it, it, you know, kind of my responsibility, as silly as that might sound to give an honest opinion of what I think. And I love Quantum Leap. I wouldn't be sitting here doing this if I didn't. But it doesn't mean I'm going to love every single moment of Quantum Leap. No, there's, uh, I think you may be referencing, uh, I stopped paying attention to our reviews for, for a while. And then I went back and read one recently. And one gave us like a one-star review. It basically said what you just said, like, this is another one of those podcasts where they say they love it, but then they start dumping on it. Yeah. And if, if you like, I, I love Quantum Leap like, like an adult, which means I can love it. And I can also realize when it was not great. Yeah. I mean, hell, Scott Bakula has come back and said that there were a lot of scripts <laughs> to some episodes that were not great. Yeah. You, you, can, you can say that about something you love. Yes. And that's, you know, that's what we did with the original. That's what we'll do when we, when we go back and we, we revisit when we revisit the episodes. Absolutely. You know, uh, uh, something else that uh, I, I want to talk about um, that ties into a few things that we've discussed uh, tonight, this afternoon, this morning, whenever you're listening, um, has to do with the, the word clickbait. Um, I had a wonderful conversation with one of our listeners. Um, well, it wasn't necessarily a conversation. We exchanged a couple of messages. And, yeah, you know, the, the message that they had initially sent was highly critical of our last episode and, and called it clickbait. And um, I, you know, I, I thought uh, a long time and I, I wanted to respond in a spirit of, of kindness and engagement. And, uh, you know, while also saying, hey, you know, this is why we don't think that's the case. Um, and the reason why I'm talking about this now is because, I don't want to be one of those podcasts that takes any sort of adversarial role whatsoever with our listenership. And I want to be able to give full transparency to, you know, what's going on here and what we think of, of every level of, of not only the show, but our engagement with other fans, because that's the thing we're fans, you know, we're, we're, we're just two fans with microphones. You know, we, we happen to have an in uh, at this particular point in time, but yeah, we're just, we're just a couple of fans. And the reason why I can sit here and say in all honesty that there was nothing clickbaity about our last episode is because chiefly we don't make any money off of this. Um, we've never made a dime off of this and we do this because we love it. Um, we want people to listen. Of course we do, you know, otherwise what's the point of having a podcast, right? Um, Furthermore, you know, kind of one of the accusations that was made is that we didn't say anything that wasn't already out there, which is untrue. We revealed a lot of information last week that was not public knowledge to the point that Matt Dale on his wonderful website, 
quantumleapinfo.net updated three separate things uh, on the site with confirmation crediting it to us. Um, one of the reasons why we talk around some of the things that we're discussing is because we have a fidelity to the observer as well as the creative team, as well as our fellow fans. And I don't want the observer to get in hot water. I don't want the creative team to have their hard work just spoiled at large by two idiots with a microphone. <laughs> and I don't want the fans to walk into October knowing everything. I mean, I, you know, I just don't, not that we know everything, but you know, I, I, so I think that when we, when we kind of throw stuff out there and say, Hey, we're going to be talking about something special or we're going to be doing it. We really are. And it might not have the magnitude of saying Scott Bakula is going to be in the pilot, you know, or, or whatever people are looking for, but it's certainly not going to be clickbait. And we will always endeavor to be as forthright and honest with you as we possibly can be. And to also bring you, you know, the best possible coverage that we can give you. And I, I think at this point, that's exactly what we've done. And I hope that we can continue to do that on this journey to the pilot's air date. Exactly. And like clickbait earlier, I was, uh, there's uh, from movieweb.com. The article just came out yesterday. Everything we know about the Quantum Leap reboot. Oh, man. That, oh, my friend. Man. One, that is clickbait. But two, it did bring something up that if it's been confirmed anywhere, it's saying this is going directly to Peacock. Has that been confirmed anywhere else? I don't think that's been confirmed anywhere else. Okay. I, I question whether or not that's, I think that that's still kind of conjecture. Okay. I, I, I think it's smart conjecture. I think that that's a very good possibility, uh, sure. but we just don't know yet. You know, w one of the things too, that, that I'll, that I'll throw out there real quick is that, um, it, this is all new to us. You know, we've never been privy to information like this before. Like we've never worked on something that people, you know, wanted to know about and not that we're working on, you know, this pilot in any way, but we've never had information that anybody else would give two shits about, quite frankly. And so, yeah. you know, and, and, and so it's just, we're just walking this fine line. And, and again, we're not looking to make money. We're not looking to, you know, drive clicks or, or, or sell ads or any of the other stuff that all of these websites that are absolutely being clickbaity right now with all of this information, which is A, nothing new, and B, a lot of times it's not even information. A lot of the times it's literally them just asking questions and rehashing stuff from the classic series. And it's like, I read this article because I kind of feel like I have to since I'm doing this podcast, but you literally didn't say anything about the series at all. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's just, which, one of those is there, things which, that, which they are websites that are out to generate money yes. they, to, to not, to not, you know, to not bad mouth them and in an excessive way, they are literally doing their jobs. Right. And well, but it, it is clickbaity. But it, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of things like that or, or any article I see, like 15 things you don't know about Back to the Future. Oh, right. I, yeah, I feel like Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec saying to the Lowe's guy, I know more than you. Right, right, right. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, some of, the, some of the articles. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. Uh, but all that said, I just want to, I'm, I'm not going to single this person out, you know, because I, I wasn't able to, you know, get their permission basically, but I do want to reiterate my thanks 
for their message because in addition to you know kind of calling us out um they also shared some some you know personal stuff with us that i was you know i was moved by and felt very you know connected to them based off of their passion for the show which we share and i really genuinely appreciate the fact that they set this out because one of the things that it prompted both of us to do was to ask questions that we might not have been asking before. Like it was never our intent to be clickbaity. It was never our intent to try to be like, you know, oh, we're going to get them with this. You know, it was never, that was never our intent. But this message absolutely caused both of us to take a moment and be like, are we doing that? And if we are doing that, how do we not do that? And we were able to come to the conclusion, no, we're not doing that. And no, we won't do that. But again, it caused us to be more thoughtful about it. So I genuinely want to thank the person that sent us this message. And I want to thank them for sharing you know, parts of their story with us. Um, and thank them for giving me the opportunity to respond in, in kind and uh, to do it in a way that was, you know, that was private. Um, yeah. which, uh, which is another reason why I'm not going to, you know, name this person or anything sure. like that. Um, but I, but I'm grateful for the opportunity to have any kind of dialogue. Uh, and, and, and I thank them for, you know, for voicing their concerns, um, and doing it in a way that allowed me to, to respond. So, um, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I just wanted I wanted that out there for everyone to hear, for any of our listeners to hear, because uh, I do think it's important. Um, also, I want to say hi to Larry Ganey, because Larry just commented on one of our latest tweets. And Larry is a longtime listener, friend of the show, has been on the show, I'm sure. uh, yeah. and uh, um, is uh, it's a great guy. So we're, we're, okay. we're happy to have, have him on board. Yeah. And one final thing about clickbait. Uh, we are Fates Wide Wheel. Our website is fateswidewheel.com. We are on all the social. <laughs> follow us. Uh, follow us. It is, uh, I, I can't tell you where we are on YouTube. On YouTube, you just got to look Fates Wide Wheel or Quantum Leap. And so I think this is a, a relatively new rule in the last couple of years. You have to have a thousand followers on YouTube before you can have a special URL. Damn. Like, I, like, like there, we do have a special URL that we can link. Yeah. Yeah. with our other stuff so you can like get to us very directly through our other stuff but i can't tell you to go to youtube.com slash fates white wheel because let me tell you something listeners this is how professional we are after five years of podcasting we just now used our youtube for the first yes. time <laughs> <laughs> well like i said we we have if you're watching us on youtube you know we have face for podcasts and, and that's why yeah. um but on that, no, I think I think we we've gilded the lily. I think it's time to start wrapping up and heading uh, yeah. out. We, yeah, yeah. we are we are uh, ten minutes past our past our time. We said we would wrap up by. It's all right. uh, we can we'll get, get it under we'll an hour. It's all right. You know, we'll get there one day with editing. Um, but yeah, so that's what we got. Like I said, starting uh, I guess next week, we're going to be starting doing the 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 capsule reviews, the revisited yeah. reviews of uh, speaking of or, or starting off with. Genesis. Yes. Now I will say that there is one small, you know, hitch to that. And that is if anything new breaks, if there's any casting announcements, if there's anything sure. other, you know, other information, we might preempt that, you know, we might, we might save that for later. Um, because yeah, because yeah, cause, cause let me tell you something, listeners, we, we are fans of the show. Uh, we want to get you information. If, if we get like, if information breaks and we want to geek out about it or the observer is able to slide us more information or, or, or whatever, but I can almost guarantee you that above anything else, me and Sam Fain are two very tired dads. <laughs> <laughs> 
of two kids apiece. And while yeah. I love the show, there's no way in hell we're getting out more than two episodes in a week. No, so, it's just not going to happen. So, so if news breaks, we'll be preempting one thing for the other. You know, before we get out of here, do you remember the days when we would record like two episodes in a row? <laughs> <laughs> like we would sit down for six hours with like one, a six pack of beer, you know, yeah, and just like <laughs> one in the room across the room from each other. That's right. Uh, in the same room uh, with your heater kicking on occasionally as one of our bad reviews pointed out, but Hey, which it is right now it's 12 degrees in Chicago guys. Yeah, Sorry, it's fr- freezing, fr- freezing cold in Chicago. There was one, we, we pumped out three episodes in one day. That's right. And, and like halfway through the third one, it's like, we are not giving this our best. Oh no. <laughs> No, no. I know. But anyway, we were, we but were yeah. learning. We were learning. We, we, yeah, but uh, we, we still learning. are. <laughs> we are. And now we have and now we have two kids apiece. Uh, and uh, we have very patient wives who are, are taking care of other things while we while we sit down here and record. We are recording this on a on a Saturday night. Well past the kids bedtime. So I don't know about yours. My kids yeah. are in bed. Oh, yeah. 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 Very, very uh, much asleep. Yeah. But anyway, on that note, uh, if you're a new listener, you'll get to know more about our families as we go on. Otherwise, I think it's time uh, for us to wrap this up. Yeah, we're out of here. We should leap out of here. Leap out of here. And uh, barring any new breaking news, we will be back with you next week for our revisited review of Genesis. Indeed, we will. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Stay safe out there. Let's uh, let's leap. Let's leap out of here. Take care, y'all. I want to stay, I want